Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Glory be to God. Oh, Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning as humbly as we know how, oh God. We come to you with prayer and supplications, oh God. And we lay out our cares, all our concerns, Lord, all our needs at your throne, oh Father. Oh, Lord, we ask that you clear our minds this morning and you prepare our hearts this morning, oh God, to receive the word of God. Lord, let me decrease, oh Father, so that you may increase, oh Lord. Well, let your spirit flow through me today. Use me as your vessel, oh God. Use my mouth, use my tongue, use my heart, oh Lord. So it's not I that speak, oh God, that you speak through me. Oh Lord, you're my rock, you're my fortress, you're my deliverer, you're my God, and you're my strength. And whom I trust, oh Lord, and I thank you. Amen. Well, good morning, everyone. I won't be important long this morning. I just wanted to come by just impart a quick word to you. And the Lord had put in my spirit to talk about ownership of to own. So usually to own or ownership is to possess something, to emphasize something. Um, it belongs to a person or relates to a person, right? So when I think about ownership, I think about there's several ways that you can own something. You can own something um, that's been given to you. And all of us have been kids at one point in our life, or we've been blessed with kids. And we know that when we give kids something, or we have been given something as a child, we don't usually take care or take ownership of it as we would, right? Because it has been given to us, and we don't know the sacrifices, the hard work that's been put into it to obtain that something, right? Whatever it is. The second form of ownership that came to me was when you inherit something. So usually when you inherit something, you know, you have a little bit better understanding of ownership and you take a little bit better care of it because you have seen where it comes from, right? Usually it's something that's inherited, given down to you from a family or a friend. So it's been in the family. So you've seen the tears and the blood, the blood and the sweat that's been put into gaining access or ownership of that particular item. And, and the third thing, the third way of ownership is uh, when we purchase something on our own, right? When we when we put the work in to obtain something. And sometimes when you think about larger purchases, when you think about purchases in a house, you don't actually have the funds to purchase that house on your own. So you have to rely on somebody else to help you obtain that property. So that person, that bank, uh, that uh, a natural institution have enough faith in you to go on your behalf and purchase this item. And that person relies on you to take ownership and take care of the item. This morning, I'm going to talk a little bit about the biblical principle of ownership. So it involves recognizing that all things, all things ultimately belong to God. And that he has entrusted us He's entrusted us. He he went on our behalf as that financial institution did. He entrusted us. He loved us enough 
to give us the resources and responsibilities to be good stewards of his glory and that yielding our personal rights and expectations to him help us resolve any kind of problems. Um, and, and as we think of if we're thinking in the terms of buying a house, um, we would forego foreclosure or losing that property because our father given it to him purchase it for us on our behalf. So there's one thing we gotta recognize today, Frank. We gotta recognize that all things, all things belongs to God. For he is the creator of all things. Go God holds a certificate of ownership for the world and all the people in the world. So I think sometimes when we go out and we buy these law purchases and, and we start to uh have ownership on them, we take on ownership, even though it's not ours fully until we finish paying for it, right? So um, God bought this as a price that we can never repay him for it, right? He gave his only begotten son to buy this big purchase for us, something that, you know, we, we, we own and we got to walk into the ownership and take care of. Psalms 24, 1 and 2 says, Christ's ownership of his entire creation is emphasized and Colossians 1, 16, 17 says, For by him we are all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things are created by him. For him and before him all things, all things consist. So those who have received the gift of salvation from Jesus are undoubtedly owned by God. That means each one of us who's accepted Christ Jesus our Lord and Savior, we don't belong to ourselves. As in with the big property, even though, you know, this lender has purchased on our behalf, we don't necessarily own it, right? Uh, we've taken ownership of it, but we don't, we don't own it until we pay, pay the full price of it. So we need to know that our body, our temple, it's filled with the Holy Ghost within, within us. And this was bought by Christ from our Lord Jesus Christ. He, he indwelled and put his spirit in us. So that's just like saying that putting down a down payment. God put the Holy Spirit in us as a down payment so that we could take care of this big purchase, this, this thing that we own that's so grand that he entrusted in us. But we got to understand, guys, we got to understand our responsibility of being a good steward. So if God's the creator of all things, he gave us this gift. He entrusted us with the resources, the talent, the time, the relationship. And with every good gift comes responsibility of being faithful steward of the resources. So when this lender um, provides us with the fund to purchase this house, and we take over ownership. So we do have responsibility, right? So with, with owning a house comes great responsibility. You have to do maintenance on the house. It goes over time. If you don't do maintenance on the house, little things start to happen and fall apart. You know, you got to paint it and you, you have to repair some of the woods and the, the roof may, may give out. The same thing is with this heavenly temple that the Lord has given us. You have to do maintenance on it, right? You have to stay in your word. You have to pray. You have to meditate. You, you have to maintain this temple because 
the Lord has given us such a great gift, and a lot of times, a lot of us don't understand the responsibility that comes with it. So, for example, God has granted us the gift of family, friends, husband, wife, significant others. And we have the responsibility, and our kids, of course, to train, to be a light, to be a walking sacrifice for those who see us, for those who lie that we take a part in. So with this gift, it's just not given to us to just do as we please, right? We have to play our part. We have to continue to build up, to take care, to maintain, hey, to make time to payments, we want to say, right? Because we have to invest our time um, into the word, spend the time into the word, imparting the word into others. Um, so with ownership comes privileges, right? First Corinthians 10, 31 says, in all things, we are to fulfill our responsibilities for the glory of God. Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever we do to the glory of God. So that you know if someone has purchased, you don't want to disappoint the lender so you make your payment on time every month, right? Because if you don't make that payment on time every month, what do they do? They come and they repossess that house. But thank God, thank God that our Father has loved us so much that he has entrusted in us this huge purchase, this thing that we can never repay him for, our salvation. The gift of mercy and grace. He's entrusted us with this. And he has given it to us and allowed us to be owners of it. And so we don't need to take that lightly, right? We need to be mindful that with ownership comes great responsibility. So we got to identify our rights and our expectations. There will be errors in our life uh, where we have to be responsible and we have to be as responsible for our salvation and the salvation of others. Our salvation for uh, our families, our friends, our knowledge, our, our reputations, our schedule, um, any type of possession that we own. So we have to uh, know that there are expectations that the Lord expects us to do. Based on these expectations and rights, there's going to be circumstances that come up. Now, sometimes, you know, with this pandemic, they, you know, it's outside of the normal circumstances. So, you know, a, a lot of people are not working. Uh, a lot of people don't have the normal form of funds coming in. So they can't quite keep up the maintenance or the main thing to continue to pay um, what is due to them. But I think the one great thing about this pandemic is the Lord has allowed us, he has gave us what we call a, a forgiveness program. Because he's given us this time to spend time with him. He's given us this time to get closer and to know him so that as we continue to put the work in, as we continue to spend time to study his word, we're able to keep up the maintenance and the upkeep. We're able to still be able to provide to pay. Unlike a regular lender, if you can't make payment, sometimes they will provide a program, but our father is not like them. He wants us to 
take full responsibility of what he's given me. So and sometimes when we own something, you know, we expect uh, the right of other people to uh, respect our right of appeal, our expectations. But you know, guys, we often overlook the ultimate ownership of all things and begin to take a personal interest in seeing our rights and expectations fulfilled rather than our father's rights and expectations fulfilled. That's why sometimes we might or may not receive the blessings that we need because we've sexually tried to put our agenda in front of his. So in, in, instead of taking care of, of his temple, um, this great thing that he's given us, we do what we want to do and sometimes we let it get run down. We don't feel the expectation that the Lord has given us. So Proverbs 13 and 10 says, only by pride come with contention. We become more concerned about defeating, by defending our rights and expectations than we are concerned about fulfilling our responsibility. So when problems arise, when we feel that what we're doing is justified by our actions based on our expectation of our own, we fail to fulfill our faithful responsibility to God. So Lord, God, I just think I came to say we don't belong to ourselves. We don't own ourselves. We belong to God who's our creator. We got to learn to relinquish ourselves to the Lord. We got to learn to focus on areas in our life and responsibility, but we need to build up those those areas are are in, like in our house that has been run down. Those are the things that we got to start to concentrate on, because we got to remember that all things, all things belong to God, and through the grace of God and His strength, we can embrace the responsibility that he's entrusted in us. We can surrender to him, to his right and his expectation, not ours, right? Let his will be done and not our will be done. We can deliberately surrender all our rights, our feelings, our wants, and all the things around us to our God so that we can no longer be a prisoner to sin because our Lord Jesus Christ He came to deliver us, and he did. So, God, I'm going to ask you today, are you willing to transfer your ownership back to God? Are you willing to give your rights and expectation to God to trust him to take good care of what belongs to him? Remember that even if your hopes are not fulfilled, he's always to work good things together for those and for our lives. So we just ask God to be, and we thank him for being a great creator, the awesome and ultimate owner of our lives. We relinquish ownership over to him today. And we say, Lord, we will be good stewards of what you've given us. We will study. We will continue to pray. We will go out and spread your words. We will love unconditionally today. So we surrender all our rights. And we give gratitude for our life to the Lord Jesus Christ. 
So I just came out here to tell you guys, even though with these big purchases that we have sometimes when we uh, go out and we uh, help someone else to buy something on our behalf, there's still a part of responsibility that we have to hold. There's still expectations that are uh, that are given that are out there from that lender. So the same thing with our father. He has given us this temple to take care of. He expects us to develop good character, to lead, to guide, to study his word, to become into an intimate relationship with him so that we would become more like him. And the great thing about our father that our own woman of God always remind us is, is that we have a manual. So when something breaks down in our lives, when something falls apart and we don't know what to do, we can go to that manual and figure out what our next step should be what we need to do to build something back up in our lives. So with that being said today, I just ask each and every one of you just to be a faithful owner, take ownership of what the Lord Jesus Christ has given you, that holy temple which the Holy Spirit dwells in. In Jesus Christ's mighty name I pray, amen.